Feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman. Women. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary. Binary. Binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on TreeCR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders' past, presence and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Coring the Air with Sasha Sidek. My pronouns is she because I will never be her. Um, I have another special guest. Uh, with the S. So we today going to talk about um, an exhibition that I'm involved in. And it's called James Nguyen Open Glossary. So I have James here and also the collaborator, uh, Budi, um, also a very close friend of mine here. So um, welcome, guys. Welcome to Curing the Air. Thank you for having us. So well, instead of me reading out about this exhibition, why don't I let James talk about what this exhibition is all about? I guess it's about language and the many ways in which we kind of use language in in our lives and also maybe in our futures as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a component in it where it kind of thinks about language as a form of queer expression, coming out, vitality. And another form of using language is to allow kids to think about what it means to have a voice, to think about looking after a country, caring for country. And also another part of language is how kind of like brown people we speak together. Mm. Even though we don't speak the same language, we're able to communicate and share space. Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, um, you know, when I was approached by Budi to be involved in this um, project, I didn't think it was this big. You know, I thought it was like almost like, you know, just uh, audio recording and that's it. Um, I didn't think when I got into um, to your place and I, I just found out that this is huge. I mean, thank you, Budi, <laughs> for adding me to this project. Because you had like, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm... So impressed with um, especially the vision the both of you had for this project because, you know, um, why have just audio and why have just panelists to talk about um, language? Why not make it into art? Absolutely. And I love that. And how did you get involved as well, Abudi, with um, this project? Um, I think it was James who found me because I'm I'm involved in um, developing an LGBTIQ plus terminology guide in several languages, and that was a project by RMIT Uni and um, AGMC, the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council. And I don't know exactly how James found me, but I, she, like he must have heard it somewhere and then just suddenly got this Wait, who, who doesn't this know random who this so you're, you're pretty famous here in Nam. I'm, I'm not a good stalker, so yeah, 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 you're very you easy to find. You have posters, your face everywhere. You do a lot of advocacy everywhere. You do trainings for the Pacific X, um, you know, so... Yeah, but you and know a lot me. more. I, like, I'm, I'm only my pyjamas by 8 o'clock, you know, like, I'm so not out there. Um, but yeah, it was just this random email that James sent me and just like, hi, this is James. I'm doing this exhibition. Can we catch up and just, um, you know, have, have a yarn, share some ideas? So we did. And, um, and that's where the whole concept, you know, we, I like to think that we develop mm. it together. But to be quite honest, most of the times it's just me <laughs> saying to James, no, James.
James, you can't do that. <laughs> no, James. No, think about the practicality, James. Yeah, no, James. I don't know. I like no, James. We, we, we need a good cop and bad cop, right? <laughs> <laughs> But you, you both complement each other, um, um, and um, this is why this project is so. Fascinating for to me, especially. I mean, if it's fascinating uh, to me, mm. I think um, a lot of audiences will feel the same once it's launched. Um, can we talk a bit about? Uh, let's get personal, like with James. I, um, who are you? Who's James? Oh uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you have like art background and stuff. So maybe you want to elaborate more. Who's James is yes. for the listeners? Yeah. So I, James is a square, and I've always been a square. Um, my first career was a pharmacist, and I worked in palliative care. Okay, you're a drug dealer. Yeah, okay. totally. So yeah, <laughs> hit me up anytime. But. I think when 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 you work in kind of like that kind of like health industry, like it's very quick and very easy for you to yourself get kind of like a little bit down because you know constantly you're seeing you know like people suffering and people mm. in pain. And it took actually a friend of mine from high school to point out that I was depressed oh. and stuck in a rut. Yeah, and so all my friends bought me like this nighttime painting classes. So like so lovely, and basically it kind of like broke me out of kind of like my rut, okay. and yeah, and from then on I thought, oh maybe, maybe you know like I can be an artist, you know mm. like I can do all these things and not have to be what you know the my family mm. and you know everyone else around Want to me be. wants yeah. me to be, yeah, yeah. And, and so yeah, that's that's how I became an artist thanks to my friends. Wow, so you never had any like artistic um, like. Um, Work uh, before that at all? I mean, or a hobby or something? No. So like I or interest. Yeah, like I, I studied art. I loved art in high school, right. but only as a subject, and I never had an exhibition or anything like that. Okay. You know, and I, I always thought, you know, like once I become a pharmacist and pay off my mortgage yeah. and all of that, then maybe when I retire, I can paint. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, when when you work in palliative care, you know, like young people die, you know, mm, young mm. people get sick. Mm. And also it's that thing when your friends are supporting you, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be this. I'm going to do what I want. Well, I'm glad you took this path because... Like I said, I'm so impressed with this project already. Um, you know, sometimes people say you need to follow your passion. I have a friend like when you're talking about, you know, sometimes we need to follow our passion because you don't know when you're going to die. Tomorrow you're going to mm. hit by a car or a truck. I have a friend who, you know, almost died on an airplane yeah. and mm. yeah. and um, they follow their passion now. They're doing arts as well now. So, yeah, yeah I can definitely relate to that. So, and... Who's Budi? Budi Suharto. I know who you are, but I think the listeners needs to know too. <laughs> who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Oh, God. It's a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am not writing a profile for dating app. Ah. <laughs> That's okay. We we get people. We 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 are cupid too here. Yeah, we are for everyone, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think the the one thing that I can share because you're right. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know which hat I'm wearing on the day. Mm. Similar like you, Sasha. Yeah. We were just being doing so many things. Um. But I think something that relates to this particular exhibition is that that importance of actually centering our voices yeah. at the center because that's what I do for my work. Um, just making sure that that people of colors actually have the space for mm. us to be what we want to be, how we want to express it without being apologetic about it. Yes, mm. because like we've been, you know, we've been told that if you're being assertive, then you are actually part of the problem mm. because then it disrupts the, the mm. status quo. So that's why when James and I, when we started collaborating, you know, uh, our ideas from the first time we had coffee together to like a couple of weeks ago, it just keeps evolving mm. because we need to be current. Mm. We need to be present with what's going on at the moment. 100%. So that's what I bring to this this project is just that understanding about the communities, what's mm. happening, as well as, you know, like I said before, every now and then just reminding James that artistically it's a great idea. <laughs> However... <laughs> <laughs> you, you love serving shit, <laughs> But that's true, though. I mean, mm. sometimes we need have to have that partner to tell you, like, this is not going to work. Yep. Like, I'm the same. Like, with me, I'm very passionate about a lot of 
the work that I do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just not realistic. It's not going to work. But someone had to tell me, it's like, oh, you're such a downer. But when you think again, like, mm-hmm. it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. So you yeah. do need that partner to tell you, yeah, uh, it's, it's either they're going to hype you or they're going to tell you the truth. But you need that person who tell you the truth. Yeah, no, mm. absolutely. And it makes the work have a lot more integrity. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, and, and it actually makes you think really hard right because it's very easy for us to you know from an arts background or from a kind of like you know social work or whatever background yeah like we have a particular way of doing things and it's an easy way right and why do the easy way when when it can be a kind of like (laughs) complex and fun yeah yeah you know but like you said that collaboration also resulted in ideas that we didn't even think about before you know we because of that i think i think the the foundation is having that mutual respect and trust that we know what we talking about we know what the other person's abilities are and you know we we came up with some some ideas that's uh, completely outside of the box mm. but mm. at the same time it's also feel very uh, again very current mm. given mm. The, the lot of negativity that we have um, that we are facing as a community at the moment yeah there's a lot of anti-trends at the moment mm-hmm. so we just need to capture that and say you know what we got the space this is the time for us to actually do that kind of work mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and you know how do you scout these um, talents and you know, <laughs> I, I know how I've been scouted by Budi of course but how do you scout the rest <laughs> of the talents that got involved with this project so I think with most of my collaborations, they're always personal. Okay. Um, yeah, so like with one of my collaborators, uh, Tamsin Hopkinson, mm-hmm. she was like my first Melbourne friend. She was a curator who brought me into a, a show, gave me my first opportunity, Aww. and I just wanted to make art with Tamsin. Yeah, um, yeah. And Kate uh, Tanburen, like... She has also curated me in shows, and I'm like, yeah, let's just hang out and make art and, you know, craft. Yeah. You know, be, be like kids. And, and kind of like Budi and Chris Sue, who's also kind of like a, a far kind of like collaborator. Mm. I think it's mainly from, you know, a site of respect. Yeah. Where you see someone who's done really amazing things and their ideas and projects really align with, you know, like your passions and also your sense of what the world, what you want to create in this world. And you just have to just reach out to them and, yeah. and you know, start a friendship and start a conversation. And, and I think for me, that's where art is centered. It's centered around people. It's yeah. centered around relationships, building those relationships and sharing something together. Yeah. I really am scared of like being stuck in a studio by myself, yeah. being really sad. Because yeah. what's the point? You yeah, know, like yeah. I could be sad on the beach. Yeah, you know, I don't have to be the sad re- in a window. The, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the right. public. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so yeah. So if I'm going to be out there mm. and making art, I want to make art with you know people I love and people mm. who I respect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm. You know, we'll be right back. Hãy subscribe 
So that was Chin Sao, Chim Sao by RPT MCK featuring Trung Tran. Do you know that song, uh, James? <laughs> I, I know it now. <laughs> Thanks for well, introducing me. Like I said earlier, so I was like, I had to message one of my Vietnamese girlfriend. Was like, can you recommend me a a really good song, um, a, a Vietnamese song? So like, because I want to impress my guests. <laughs> I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the young people's song is <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, if the listeners just got on to our show, um, this is Coring the Air with Sasha Side, and I have the lovely guests, uh, Budi and James here, uh, to talk about the art exhibition that is coming up on the 16th of September. Um, it's called James Newman Open Glossary in collaboration with Tamsin Hop. Hopkinson, Budi Suharto, Su- Sudarto, Kate Ten Buren, and Chris Su. So, guys, I want to ask, like, what can viewers, the people who come to your exhibition, to expect? Like, can we get a bit of, you know, not like the whole detail, but give a bit of a glimpse of what to expect? Yeah, like when when you have glossary in the title, it yeah. sounds really boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god! But it's art, so you know <laughs> it won't be boring. It's art. Take it outside of the box. Yeah. So yes. yeah. So I guess like the show is a lot. There there are words, but I think there's a lot of things that are tactile, mm. things that are sensory. Um, I think that was really important for us. Yeah. I think when when you first walk in. You got this. This James collected this. Like, how many t- shirts did you collect? Almost seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred shirts. White shirts. Oh wow! From yeah. all over the world, or uh, like mainly Australia. Okay, like ma- mainly from my auntie because okay, because of her networks in, in Bankstown. In okay, Sydney. cute, cute. <laughs> so you live in Bankstown and missing like a white shirt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in Bankstown missing a white shirt? Please reclaim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, and that's that's the, that part of that ongoing conversation that James and I had because, um, again, from the original idea to what is about to be presented very soon is quite, it has morphed into what I think is something more meaningful. Um, you know, when we record yourself, such as uh, me, James, and two others um, mm-hmm. in that, as part of that exhibition, we want to make sure that they're actually speaking in their language mm-hmm. as to the best of their ability because um, some of us have been living in Australia for way too long, so we're <laughs> kind of like mixing English with our language. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and we just asked to speak in our language. We're like, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know the words for it. I oh, know. No. <laughs> I know that. Sometimes it's sad, though. I mean, like, for me, sometimes I had to Google some words. Like... How can I not know this? Like, I got straight A's in Bahasa in school. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? The the funny part is, usually when I'm with the family members or like friends who are same ethnicity, wow, fluent. My Bahasa was so fluent. My English is broken. Yeah. And we call it Singlish. Yeah. 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 But I think because there was that, for me, there was that added pressure of using yeah. proper language. Like, yes. you know, in our language, we got proper one. And we the got proper, the, the posh the, one. The, yeah, the yeah. posh one. <laughs> and we got the daily ones. And we got the slang one. So that that's where I was stumped because I couldn't remember all the proper ones. But yeah, so yeah. you walk into the exhibition, you mm-hmm. will see a lot of these this, um, white shirts that James collected. All 700 going to be there? Yeah. So oh, you'll, wow. be, you'll be set up almost like a maze. So when, wow. when you move through it, it's almost like when you're a kid and you're moving yeah. through laundry and... <gasps> And 
washing. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So, so it's kind of like that kind of tactile magic discovery of our Love. voices. Yeah, and then we'll have the recordings, of course, playing in certain corners. Um, mm-hmm. Then we moved into well, James's original idea was to have a, a literal open glossary yeah. where um, we're going to use some of the words that we were working on um, with the LGBTIQ terminology guide. And we're going to open it up to the public so they can actually contribute and write things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know, oh, that's an interesting word. This is my understanding of the word, or this is how I would describe it. Right. Yeah. We had to change that. Well, I did. I I had to change it. Let's be honest. Because yeah, yeah, Buddy was being a, a little bit of a pooper and said, um, and not at the moment, James. Yeah. Again, you know, our community is under constant attack. And yes. deliberate systemic attacks. So mm. I said to James, we are opening it up. People will get to see um, what and all the negative negativity that put people potentially write, mm. and it will distract from the purpose of the exhibition. When the purpose is for us to get together and collectively unpack language, it can actually be harmful if someone read something mm. and none of us actually understand what's being written mm. because we don't speak the language. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so we yeah. change it into... You want it to make it in, uh, more relatable to the viewers. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you're trying to you say? Yeah. 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 yeah, so we yeah. change it into something else. Yeah, because like, yeah, of course, you know, at the start, it's like high art concept. It was, it was going to be just an Excel spreadsheet yeah. that you can log <laughs> into and then everyone can, okay. can adjust. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like we actually realized that the words that we were working with were special, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and we needed to protect them. Mm -hmm. And we also, you know, we we carry them on our shoulders and in our hearts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's really important that we find ways of honoring them in this public space because Mm -hmm. when it's in public space, it can be so easily trashed. And it's not only by kind of like Mm right-wing white people. Yeah, yeah. It's actually from within our language mm-hmm. and cultural communities, mm-hmm. right? And that's really dangerous, yeah. you know? And, and also, you know, we're being attacked on so many sides mm-hmm. and we just didn't want that. We yeah. just wanted to share a safe space for mm-hmm. each other and have a space that is kind of like has beauty and joy yeah. and has the words that we love and, yeah. and have the words that encourage and kind of like can nourish and kind of really build us up again. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's where we, we came up with the ideas of having the angels um, oh. carrying those words. Angels? Know? Yeah. So we're going to, well, you know, artistically deconstructed angels, not <laughs> really. <laughs> well, we see angels differently though, so, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, that's where we came up with that idea. It's kind of like, you know, almost at the same time thinking, all right, well, let's have the role of angels because that's what's been in the public view. You know, yeah. the angels protecting LGBTIQ plus Mm. protecting trans kids and all that mm. and we then um, you know we had this idea of why don't we just embroidered some of the words in, onto the angels so it's really a visual representation of the angels are protecting our identities with all that. The, that external and internal kind of um, you know, hatred that we are experiencing. Um, and by we, I mean James, in product. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I watched a lot of Netflix. And, and, and all, all, how many angels are there going to be? Uh, there's 10. 10 there's, angels. There's 10, and yeah. these angels are going to be flying? Um, or oh, no, they're, they're just suspended in a corridor. Okay. So, okay. so they take the form of kind of historic queer ally angels yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so these angels kind of like protect people who are either protesting or, right. or praying or, or having um, you know the, those vigils for queer people yeah right yeah. and the, the angels are basically just like they block the haters okay and and this is what we want you yeah. know we want the, the angels to block the haters yeah you know and we want them to be real and touchable mm. and we want them to kind of like be holding on to like really precious words yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's led up to this huge, huge drop um, sheet of, um, you know, messages of hope that, you mm. know, we asked you, Sasha, when you did the recording, <laughs> and you write something like in, 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 your, in Malay about message of hope, and you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jim's like, that's too long. Oh, no, there's two, there's two languages here. <laughs> 
so we did, and that's that's going to be like towards the end of it before um before the the um the, the attendees move on to a different part of the exhibition. You know, we want to finish with this really really strong message of hope yeah. in our language. Like you know, that. the way yeah. that we the, what what we can say to our peers. Mm. Look, we only have maybe about four or five languages in the yeah. end. You know, but this is just the beginning of actually giving hope to people who are often silenced and not included in conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't have to be completely translated. Yeah. Mm. You know, like we don't have yeah. to, you know, explain ourselves yeah. all the time. You know, like between you, us. Well, we, you can you can Google it. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody has a smartphone these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if they Google translate. my yeah, they Google my sentence, it will come up with grammar error. <laughs> <laughs> this is doesn't make sense. <laughs> but but James is right, and that's why we're very strong from mm. the day one. You mm. know, we will prioritize the voices of people of color. We record we record people in their own language as much as possible you know we the the the, the messages of hope are in in their languages as well mm. because as james said you know it's it's tiring having to explain ourselves yeah. all the time yeah. but when we don't we can actually come up with so many things so many ideas so many like strength as well and and I think that's why part of this. That's a part of why this um, collaboration works really well. Because James and I don't have to explain to each other. Yeah, you know, we, we it don't work. Yeah, it works. We, we we discuss and we debate and argue about the concepts. Yeah. like you know, how are we going to do it? What's practical? But not the reason why. Yeah, yeah the reason why is just yeah, we got it. Yeah. Like, the, the core is you know because we we care about what we do. Yeah, right, and yeah. we care for our communities and we care for each other. And, you know, like, we, we can have fisticuffs and fight. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all good. I think it's an Asian, I think it's an Asian thing, you know, like, um, example, like, your mom just stare at you. You know something is up. <laughs> you don't even need to communicate. That's how you communicate, right? So I guess this is something like that, too. You just stare at each other. <laughs> <laughs> there was a stare, there, <laughs> there was a lot of me going, mm, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and, but then that's the danger of like when you make work by yourself yeah. you know like you don't really have feedback of course yeah. and also generally when you have an exhibition you put art up like people are too nice to give you direct feedback it's to true. your face yeah. they're probably like bitch about you behind yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah yeah 100% I mean like with me I'm very sick for what I'm pretty sure Budi really know that <laughs> if I don't like it I will tell you if I no I won't tell you probably I just don't say anything at all my mom always say if you have nothing nice to say say nothing at all sometimes people's like oh do you like my outfit I was just like mm. <laughs> you know yeah. and, and, and how do you learn yeah right yeah and, and so you really do need like a, a partner who's really that's thorough and who cares enough that's, to help that, you learn. Actually, yeah. when people tell you the truth, that's when they care about you. you mm-hmm. know, sometimes yeah, people true. don't actually see that. People see that as a negative thing, mm-hmm. but for me, it's a positive thing. If yeah. Yeah. if people care about you, they were going to tell you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise, you just like you said. Otherwise, you just walk away. Yeah, exactly. Know? Otherwise, I will let James come <laughs> just do, <laughs> do with the original idea, and I would just like smile and not going. Mm-hmm, yeah, will work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll be so boring. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And um, how long? does this planning um, took place? I mean, how long did you guys plan on this? Oh, months. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, I've been interested in language and translation yeah. for a long time. Okay. Especially that, that idea that, you know, like when I came out to my parents, the only word I knew was bede, which is like a kind of like a derogatory okay. term. Yeah. And it, what does that mean? It, it it means you know essentially it means faggot. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And but then it's derived from like a French colonial term pedastre, which means right. pedophile. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and so like, it was really important for me to search for yeah. proper and other terms that, that I can use to describe myself to my community. And do you think um like the older generation still practice with those words? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same with um, our community as yeah, well. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, sometimes when I interview um, our elders, 
I usually tell them, you know, you can use those words. I don't care. I will have a trigger warning anyway yeah. because I want it to be authentic because, you know, even though it's, it's not a good word, but they grew up with that word. So, yeah. 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 And I don't want to correct them. Yeah, but also like a lot of the community in Vietnam now yeah. are reclaiming it and turning it into something fun and snazzy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just and like queer. It's yeah. like also it's like, like um, prostitute. Like, you yeah. know, when I was doing advocacy for um, sex work and it was like, oh, you can't use that word. I said, I, we grew up with that word. And then when I see um, uh, advocates in America, they use the word prostitutes. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going to reclaim that word. I'm going to use that pro- the word prostitute because, you know, that's what, what I grew up with. Yeah. And then some of the trans women also use the word transsexual. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are like, oh, you can't say transsexual. So like they can because that's what they grew up with. Yeah. You want to use different words? By all means. But that's how they, if they feel comfortable using that word, by all means, mm. and that's that's the thing about this 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 art project as well. It's just exploring that changes and that movement mm. when it comes to language and words, especially coming from language groups that did not have anything similar to gay, lesbian, bi. Yeah, know? we we have trans because that's more visible. You know, we, mm. we got we have yeah. trans identities for centuries. Mm. But when it comes to same sex, same gender attraction and relationship, that's where we got a little bit stuck. Of course, <laughs> I think. Um, this exhibition, so I think it feels like you are raising awareness for our individual cultures too. I think um, I want to dive in a bit more about that and also play a bit of the audio that uh, we recorded for the exhibition. Um, we'll be right back.
That was Harudang by Kaila Siska. Budi, can you explain what Harudang means? Harudang is actually um, a word from my mother's language. <laughs> so we are West Japanese, um, yeah. so we, we speak Sunda, um, Sundanese, and Harudang means hot. Hot means like um, she's on the heat or hot? I mean, yeah, like it's hot. You interpret it the way you want it. <laughs> basically meant hot. So I, see, I can understand a little bit of the song because they're speaking in the dialect. You know, it's like basically it says, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot. You know, I'm thinking about you. Something yeah. like that. Uh, interpret that in because a way. Because I saw the video clip as well, especially in TikTok. These girls are doing very vulgar. Oh, so yeah. that means that she's horny. How they dung horny? Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like we can't really express that in okay. Indonesian language. You know, <laughs> Indonesian culture. You can't just say to you know someone. Okay, what or, what what is the word um in um in your language um horny? Oh God, I can't even think. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, the one that I can share in on radio anyway. <laughs> 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 in Vietnamese, it's yeah, yeah, which is like a goat. Okay, <laughs> but it's uh, kind of like you know what it's kind of like watching Bollywood movies. You know when yeah. you know they're about to kiss and suddenly they break up into song and dance and yeah. there's a lot of flowers. You uh, know what that meant? That know? means so romance, romance. Yeah. The, the, you know anything uh, sexual. Well, in Bahasa yeah. we call it gersang. I don't know whether it's Ooh. like. A word that trans woman invented, <laughs> or because they use that word so much, I only heard it from trans woman, really? like the Malay trans. Is is actually a word? Yeah, gersang. Gersang is a word. Okay, gersang is a proper word. Like, uh, I yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of especially dry, <laughs> especially with uh, especially with the trans uh, community, we invent our own words, like because we can have. Court works when we gossip about like straight mm, yeah. men's yeah. around us. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get back to uh, this exhibition. Um, all the listeners that just came in, my name is Sasha Saidek, and I have my guests here, uh, Budi and also James, who are um, uh, gonna launch an exhibition, um, an art exhibition. It calls James Newman Open Glossary from the 16th September to 19th November 2023. So, um, how many languages are there in this exhibition? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Vietnamese, so that's one. <laughs> we have yeah. Bahasa Indonesia. We have used English slash Bahasa Malay. We have Chinese, Mandarin, and we got Singhalese. So there's yeah. five languages. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we've got small written um, contributions for, um, from a few of my friends. So okay, yeah. That's, let's see. So that's Thai... Um, and there's also uh, Farsi. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And Great. also in the other rooms, like we have Mari. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, also, we have a contribution in the text. Um, uh, my brain. <laughs> there will be several languages. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, okay. Several yeah, languages. That's good. Many, yeah. Many, many and, and we don't, and this yeah. is where we... And also we're rendering. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And yes. This, this yeah. is where we flip the coin, as James often said. You know, we flip the coins by not being apologetic, speaking our language. Yes. Where we don't feel the need to translate them mm. because I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, and for good reason as well. And in one of our many conversations, you know, we are often being forced to understand English, um, even though language, as we know, is a skill, and not mm. everyone has that skill. Thank you. I like that because you know, I'm. In the past, you know, some of my peers, uh, especially from Malaysia or from some part of Asian country where English is not their first language. Mm. And some of these white people, I'm just fortunate because English is my first language Mm. in Singapore. But these white people would say, oh, when you come here, you need to speak English. Mm. That is offensive, though. I mean, you know, at least this person, they do speak English. It's just just basic English. But when they want a conversation with their own people, of course, they're going to speak in their own language because because it's more passionate it's like yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, this is where James activism coming in you know mm. it's, it's about upending or it's about you know flipping the coin and yeah. especially in the art world I mean you know you got that explanation about the art world as being very elitist mm. and we mm. are trying to do this work by centralizing by, by putting our languages at the center is by making sure that it is accessible um, even but we also have to be very reflexive on that because mm. when we wrote the um, the explanation and when we wrote um, an explanation of why we're not going forward with the terminology um, yeah. glossary um, development 
you know, we got caught in using English that is actually not accessible yeah. mm. to a lot of people. You know, mm. we just went, I, I know, I went back to the academic words and James using a lot of the artistic words. Yeah. And we actually have to pull out, like, we actually have to remind mm. each other, actually, no, change that. Yeah. You know, if we are following that language, that mm. kind of structure, using the words that people don't understand, mm. we are actually contributing to the problem that we're trying to address. I like that because we're at, with my work with advocacy with trans women of color, um, I always tell uh, my partner, it's like we need to use simple language because not many people would know all these fancy languages unless you work with professionals. Mm. So simple language is the best. Um, all language is the best. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Expressing yourself simply is actually very difficult. Yeah. You mm. know? And, and I think it's this terrible thing where people assume that because you don't speak English or you speak English imperfectly, yeah. Then you're not intelligent. Mm, I get that a lot because some other words I don't even never use because in Singapore we don't use all this fancy vocabulary yeah. until I get here and I, people laugh at me. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Why are you laughing at yeah. me? I don't know that word. I never use that word." Yeah, and and I don't know. Like my prime example is like for me, I take English for granted because mm-hmm. I grew up primarily in it, yeah. and that's hence my bogan accent. <laughs> but for my like. For my auntie and my mum, they don't speak very good English. Mm. Their English is what people call broken. Yeah. But it actually helps them think. Mm. You know, they think and reflect on words. Mm. Like this one time I was doing a project with my auntie and I was like, oh, wait, let me do the acknowledgement of country. Da, 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 da. Like being so self-righteous. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, what? <laughs> like, I want to say the acknowledgement yeah. of country. Yeah. Why are you always having to say it for me? Yeah. You know, like a, a man, you know, like yeah. mansplaining yeah. acknowledgement of country for an Asian woman who's elder than him. Mm. Um, and then she's like, I actually want to say the acknowledgement of country in Vietnamese in my mother tongue. Mm. I don't want to say the acknowledgement of country in the colonizer's tongue. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> she understood the assignment. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Wow. Snap. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. Why, why do we always have to speak English, yeah. right? Like, why do we revert to it? Because it's easy. You know what? Right? The funny part is, when we welcome, you know, white people to our country, we never expect them to speak uh, speak our language. Yeah, mm. that's, that's right? A, that's a legacy of colonization and yeah. kind of white superiority, isn't mm. it? And we are, we are, look, I'm still dealing with it. Mm. You know, are we still, still dealing with it? Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm still... Till today. Yeah, and also, you know, being involved in academia is kind of like even further exaggerate that sense of superiority. You know, mm. you have to use this proper language and words that no one understands. (laughs) It's true. I mean, like sometimes, especially me, um, there's some words I can't even pronounce, you know. And, you know, it just gave me a lot of anxiety when people are thought, oh, these people are going to mock me. People are going to think that I'm dumb because I'm Asian because Mm -hmm. I get that a lot. And then, you know, last year during the uh, Trans Pride March Melbourne, I had to host. And some of the words of this English words I've never even pronounced before. I can't even pronounce it and I had to laugh at myself so like sorry for my Asian tongue I can pronounce this word so I'm just gonna spell it for you yep. yeah, I think that is the yep. day I, I took back my power I said yes. like, I'm gonna embrace who I am there's some words I can't fucking pronounce yeah yep. Yeah, yeah, so for, for me, my golden rule is if I can't pronounce it, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, to, like, think on the spot of using, okay, stop trying to be smart. Because this is the thing with, and this relates to the exhibition as well, you know. We, we all grew up, people of color grew up thinking mm. that for us to be seen as being smart, mm. being credible, you know, having a position in society is by using um, proper language, like in the English language, right? Yeah. And that's where we got stuck, especially when it comes to the LGBT the idea of plus terminology yeah. because for even for native English speakers like understanding the terminology is very difficult Correct. let alone when you're trying to use it in community languages so this whole idea about reclaiming our space to make sure that we are given the agency to decide what words will work for us mm. even though the literal meaning won't be the same as the English words but that's completely fine because it will be closely aligned with our culture our language yeah. as well as how we de- describe ourselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like most people, most English people can't even explain what queer. Yes, yeah. mm. you know, True. like, and and you know, like with my auntie's translation, it's like 
people, you know, like say the acknowledgement, wrote right, almost like they're not even thinking, yeah. right? And they'll spew out words like sovereignty yeah. and they'll say words like unseated, mm-hmm. but they don't even know their own language. And when you stop them, you say, excuse me, what does unseated mean? Yeah. Mm. They, they say that you're stupid yeah. to actually block that they themselves don't know how oh to God, explain so it themselves. On this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even when you say that, I'm even trying to translate it in my in into Bahasa Indonesia. Yeah. It's like, what will be unseated translated to? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like we got suffering, but unseated. What will that translate? Yeah, and, to? and yet we say yeah. it every single day at every opening, mm, right? Mm, and mm. when we really need to kind of like interrogate ourselves, it's true. I mean, I usually use the word that I could understand because, mm. like the like you said, people gonna ask me that question, and I don't have the answer to it. So usually. Just to play safe, usually I just use simple language, simple English um, that I'm familiar with. Um, I can give you an example. Like a few years ago, people was like, um, you, are you taking minutes? I said, like, what is minute? Mm. In back home, I take notes. Mm. And people yes. are laughing at me. I was like, I never use this word, minutes. Yep. Now I know what minute is. But yeah. Yeah. at that time, you know, I, I, we use the word notes. We take notes. We yeah. didn't take minutes. You get what I mean? So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's there to trip you up and make you feel stupid. Uh, yeah. And make people feel superior. And yet they don't actually know how to take shorthand. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, again, it just brings yeah. back to, to mm. the idea of the exhibition being, mm. un- being unapologetic about centralizing our language. Mm. And, you know, I'm very sure there will be some random comments about, oh, this is discrimination against people speaking English. And it will be like, actually, no. Mm-hmm. It's actually, uh, we are inviting you to a little bit of what the world feels for us, where yes. we don't understand. So hopefully, having that experience of not understanding can give you that sense of empathy. So when other people from different language groups trying to speak in English, you empathize with them. You mm. empathize how difficult it can be just to find words. So that's the other um, meaning behind that I exhibition. I love that. I mean, like... What you just said, is that the explanation there? Like, um, um, when you enter the exhibition, it's like, is that part of like the flyer or something? Oh, uh, we, we should put it in. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I mean, like, you need to say yeah. that. I mean, like, um, oh, uh, we, we, we had another, we had other things as our soapbox. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of things to say about other things. But yeah, but yeah, no, we'll, we should, we'll put it in. Yeah, yeah, I think you should put it in and people will like to think before they actually enter the exhibition. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and yeah, as, as Buddha was saying, you know, like the universal language is mm. love, care, and respect. Yes. Mm. I mean, you know, we um, when we talk about languages, um, sometimes when people ask you how many languages, like, oh, I I know like three languages, and then when it comes to you know my white colleague was like, oh no, I know English, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. here you are uh, making fun of you know people who can't um, English is their second language. Yeah. I was like, it's just not fair. No, no, and and that is that is the thing. But you know, there's there's, there's what James like to say. There's activism in art. You mm. know, we we um, don't create art just for the beauty of it just just for the aesthetic of it you know mm-hmm. it has to have meaning and that meaning can be it's very um, subjective it depends on who experiencing it mm-hmm. but i think for me um you know the, my willingness to be involved in this project is about creating that that meaning that actually makes people of color feels that yeah. i'm no longer invisible i'm actually yes. i'm actually there we, i'm belong yeah. we belong can i play a, a snippet of the audio that we recorded for the exhibition yeah okay yeah. Um, so, being a trans woman of Asian background, what's your experience so far in Melbourne? I think it it was a lot better than in Singapore. Um, there's a lot more freedom for me here. But um, having said that, I do face racism here, which I did not know at the start because I've never uh, faced racism back in Singapore. So I I didn't even had a clue that was a racist remark. I thought it was just humor coming from a white person. And um, so I was laughing with them, but they were laughing at me. Jadi, non-binary di Indonesia itu tidak terlalu banyak dimengerti karena gender itu adalah pria dan wanita. Yeah. Walaupun seorang itu trans, antara trans pria atau trans puan, jadi trans man dan trans woman. Jadi tidak ada non-binary yang 
tidak mengikuti sis, tidak mengikuti trans, tapi adalah jati diri kita sendiri. Chậm chậm tôi bắt đầu giống như là khám phá ra kiếm bạn mới ở từ từ Việt Nam qua đây với lại xài internet để nói chuyện với kiếm người ở Việt Nam nhưng mà ở đây thì là lúc lúc mà lúc mà mình còn nhỏ từ sống ở Úc đó, mà mình khuya là rất là bí mật mình không có dám nói cho ai hết không có dám nói cho gia đình không có dám nói cho um, cái community của mình nhưng mà chậm chậm mình Kiếm cái, cái tiếng, cái giọng của mình, yeah. I grew up here, yeah. and so I, I don't really have a connection with my queer community in Vietnam. But now that I'm starting to find kind of like my voice through art and stuff, yeah. then I'm actually got like, I've got a lot more queer friends in Vietnam. Um, and, and, you know, like our lives are very different, but we all... We all... You're listening to Radical Radio 3CR. So that was the snippet of the exhibition with the audio um, from me, James and Budi. Um, when they asked me to speak in Bahasa, that was so difficult for me. It was like, it was, I was cracking my brains ah. out and, you know, end up speaking Singlish was, was uh, my choice. <laughs> But it's, that in itself, I think it's, it speaks a lot about, you know, there, there, there is this stereotype of people coming from overseas as not understanding English or yes. not speaking English and forgetting that quite a lot of former British colony actually <laughs> yeah. like, so, you know, forced to learn English and Singapore is one of those examples. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there will be more audio on that. That was just, like I said, a snippet, like a few seconds. And um, there will be lots and lots uh, more, um, several other languages as well that will be at the exhibition. Can we talk, um, give some details about how people can get um, tickets, uh, how long this is going to be, where it is, and um, yeah, everything. Yeah, so it's, it's at ACCA, which is the Australian Centre for Contemporary Art. It's that rusty multiple angled building that's next to the malt house okay you know, behind the ngv that, y- that kind of area south bank yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it's completely free because you know in art we don't make any money okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no way i didn't realize it was free <laughs> i thought it was ticketed okay yeah, no no it's always okay. free it's okay it's free um i think they op- open on the 15th of September, which is a Friday. No, I think it's 16th, 15th is the launch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so the launch, anyone can come. Oh, anyone can yeah, come, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Open oh. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so. then why do I need to arrest VP? So, uh, because you're, you're VIP. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're invited to the special opening oh, okay. for the VIP. Yeah. 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 You get a special preview, but oh, then we okay. open the door for All right, everyone. Because, cool, cool. you know, we're yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's lots of events uh, that are happening during the weekends and stuff for kids. So, yeah, just check out the ACCA website. Yeah. And, yeah. We will link that in um, our bio as well, yeah. And um, 16th to September to 19th November. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah two months. Yeah, two yeah. months. And um, uh, what's, do you have anything else that um, you guys are planning after this exhibition? Sleep. Mm, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yet this year? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you have a few residency coming up in different locations. I'm just going to try to continue and, you know, supporting myself yeah. and earning some living. <laughs> um, but who knows? Who knows what will happen in the future? Yeah. 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 I think this will be a success. I can say it. Um, like I said, I love when I read it. I love your vision. And then, you know, um, we get to... Hear it firsthand from um, the organizers here, and um, yeah. I think it's going to be a hit uh, because I've, I've, 
I don't think I've ever heard or even seen something like this in the past. Mm. Of course, we have had panels like live panels, but not in the art form. So yeah. this will be amazing. I can't wait to see the angels too. Yeah, yeah that will and be and the seven hundred um, stolen <laughs> shirt uh, from Bankstown. <laughs> Donated, 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 donated. Oh, you did. You did. Many diverse communities But are they washed or just like? No, they're, they're cleaned. They're okay. Cleaned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, like the, the, the point is that, you know, like they're, they're old and imperfect shirts just of like Of course. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's good. It's deep. Yeah. Yes. And I, I guess one thing as well, you know, pay attention to small details because, you know, James is very good at dropping Easter eggs here and there ah. while she walk to the exhibition. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, Artists likes to do this, isn't it? Mm. Like you want us to stay as long as possible in that exhibition. Sometimes you can. Some of some of my friends are so into it; they stayed like four or five hours in that museum. It was like, girl, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, I'm not done. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, that's why they serve alcohol in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bar as well there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like on the opening night, there'll, okay. there'll be some, you know, drinks and snacks. Okay. And awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, any last words uh, for our listeners? I mean. No, thank you for listening. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, and for me, for me, it's just you know, please do, please do come, please do check it out. Especially if you speak one of the languages that we use, you know, yeah. it's such a rare, rare opportunity for us to actually understand it. Mm. So come, have a play, have a touch, you know, of the the angels, the exhibitions, the shirts, um, be tactile, as James said. But at, at the end of the day, when we walk out from that room, just remember that you know the feelings that we got from being validated, the feelings that we got from actually being recognized and just extend that feelings when we are interacting with people from diverse backgrounds mm. and James yep no, that, <laughs> she, she said it all, <laughs> yeah, said it all. <laughs> I am a professional trainer so. <laughs> oh thank you so much guys for coming um, on Curing the Air and I'm looking forward to the 15th of um, September for the launch and I know I'm gonna. I'm, I'm already excited, but I can't wait to be to be more excited on that day uh, with all these um, 700 shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, so thanks Sasha. Thank you. Next up is Salam Radio. Bye. 